0: Thanks for listening and subscribing to DIY for business. There is more of, of Russ and Greg in this particular episode. Um, there's more sure. of us, Greg, because of that barbecue thing that we went to the other day.
1: Oh my goodness. <laughs> so it just so oh, happened wow. that this barbecue competition rolls <sighs> into the Bay area where Russ and I live. And, and I, I see, This notification that says, yeah, was it the Kansas City Barbecue Barbecue Society Society. having their West Coast Uh, competition? uh, And I go, Russ, come on. We got to go to this barbecue competition. We talk about barbecuing and smoking meat all the time. We got to go there. (laughs) So we roll up at about, I don't know, 1230. I think we get there.
0: Something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We leave, I think at 530. By my watch, it was around yeah. 5.30, uh-huh, uh-huh. and we did nothing but eat, drink beer, or wait in line for beer and food <laughs> for five straight hours.
0: We ate so much. It was ridiculous.
1: It, it, it really was. Neither of us again for like two yeah, days. Yeah. yeah. I, I
0: ate again the next day at one o'clock. I had a very light lunch, and then um, I did end up barbecuing the next night because <laughs> that's I did too. I am. I okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did a I did a tri tip, so you know uh, we didn't have that, so that that's okay. It was a well, different, it was a new new meat.
1: <laughs> yeah, we we were inspired to you know try our own oh, by man. you know observing all these different techniques we were watching. We go, okay, let's try this, let's try this, and I I did. I tried something different with my ribeye a couple of nights after we went to the uh, barbecue thing, and it was uh, delicious, delicious,
0: nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm actually, as we as we talk right now, I do have uh, meat on the smoker. as As with tradition, with
1: our show, so that's
0: that's happening right now. So, uh, well, I'll in the background
1: gotta- for me, I'm actually recording the Warriors Summer League basketball game because, as you can see behind me, I got my Warriors banner up. I'm yes. a huge Warriors fan, and even Summer League stuff. I record and and watch like every minute of the game to see who the up-and-comers are and stuff like that. I didn't that. know you did that. Oh. I I've, you know, I'm I'm sick. So, so <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm one of those guys. I'm just sick. But uh-huh, uh-huh. thank goodness today we have somebody just as sick as me. Uh, we have the host of the goaded podcast, Thomas Christian. How are you, Thomas?
2: Great, and thank you so much uh, for allowing me to come on the show. I would just like to say shout out to Moses Moody, the yes. summer league leading scorer, uh, yes. for the Golden State Warriors. I, he's been the biggest delight for me, the biggest surprise this whole summer league. We all thought it was going to be Jonathan Kaminga, and it's just the other guy. It's great.
1: It's uh, it's Moody, and he's he's like. Taking it to the hole, which is really nice. He's not just relying on a jump shot. He's taking it to the hole. He's getting some and ones. He's, you know, he's flexing like Draymond Green. I'm like, okay, he's coming out of his shell a little bit. He's he's getting uh more <laughs> assertive. So we could talk basketball all day long, but that's what you do on your podcast. Tell us about the goaded podcast.
2: Oh, yeah. So I mean, we started the goaded podcast a while ago, uh, but right now it's on Electricast Media, it has been since uh, I believe like April, I believe. Should yeah. Be. Yeah. It uh, sounds about right. Yeah. Go back, check out all the episodes. I got a new one that came out just today. We're getting through the NBA off season, slogging through it because it's been a little bit dry, but there's been some exciting stuff as well going on. Uh, but we've got another episode coming out Thursday uh, as well, breaking down the summer league action that we just talked about. Uh, but yeah, go check it out. The Go to Proves.
1: Yeah. You, you also had a, a really good show about like, Kevin Durant and how his free agency and how his trade not actually free agency but his trade request is kind of like throwing NBA into you know it's a ripple effect on what he's going to do and other players and Kyrie. I thought that was a really good show.
2: Hey, I appreciate it.
0: I just I just watched this thing uh, on where they were. What was it? It was Oracle, right? The the. That's what they named the arena. And then they took down the name. I didn't know they took down the whole sign and everything. Like it's all gone now. So it's, it's completely just – I don't even know what they what to call the stadium now. It's not Oracle anymore. Oracle moved site. their naming rights. It's, the what's it? What Coliseum is it?
2: The whole Coliseum site is, is so sad at this point. It There's really is. A's it's terrible. crazy. There's no Raiders anymore. It's terrible. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just watched a whole YouTube – like I don't know why it's one of those things, right? Like you watch one YouTube video and then the next one comes along. The next one comes along. I watched like an hour and 45 minutes of just about that, that whole Coliseum area. <laughs> and how, like it's changed over the years, how it all happened. It's, it's crazy. How, how just that, that whole thing went down and, and now they're in the city and away from Oakland. It's, it's crazy.
2: And you I know, know that the uh, crowds, Oh, I'm sorry. The crowds like, Come from Oakland, that was like Roracle, like the Raider Nation was the thing, right? And like just win baby. And like it was – it drew its energy from Oakland. Like there was – there's the Giants. There's the Niners. Those are San Francisco teams. The Golden State Warriors – they're the Golden State team. It's not really a San Francisco team. I don't know. The the first season they were in San Francisco, they had Oakland jerseys. And I was just like, you never had Oakland jerseys before? What are you doing
0: now? Come on.
1: Right. Well, they're yeah, it, trying to draw that Oakland energy over to San Francisco with them. Yeah.
0: Is it just like, I mean, is that just the, the, the corporate thing? Like, I mean, they moved to San Francisco. They're going to make a ton more money. They got this new stadium they're They've, you know, so, I mean, what's the word on the street on that? Like, are people upset about that? Or is that like people just, just, okay, like whatever. It's still the Warriors. I'm going to watch it.
2: It's just one more bar stop. Is what, what I would call it, you know, oh, Okay. because you would take BART to the Coliseum. You can just take BART to, uh, I think it's like what, Powell Street and get off and walk six blocks to chase in it. That's what I do at least. So that's okay. not too bad. It's right next to the Caltrain station.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of nostalgic to, you know, Oakland, right? I was born in Oakland. My dad used to take me to sporting events as a small child to the Coliseum Uh, I remember, you know, my dad just being my dad, he would park miles away from the stadium because it was free parking. And, you know, and we would walk miles and climb over cyclone fences to get into (laughs) the stadium without having to pay to watch the Raiders or the A's or the the Warriors growing up. And, And like, that's how I grew up. But if you think about it, that's the type of journey that fans would make to watch Oakland teams, right? That was the right. mentality. They would go through anything to get to get to one of the games. And now, like like Thomas is saying, you know, hey, check out Bart. You know, <laughs> drops you off at the stadium, drink your white wine while you're watching the game. <laughs> I I happened to go to a Warriors game and had a lobster roll at the game. I mean, okay, it's a little, it's a little different environment, but. And you can't you can't beat the fact that, uh, you know, during the playoffs, those fans got loud and they made a difference. And the Warriors won the championship this year. So, uh, you know, I'm not taking anything away from San Francisco fans or the people that are going over to the city to watch the Warriors. Yeah, I wonder if like there's the whole
0: 49ers move to Santa Clara thing. You can't call them the San Francisco 49ers and all this stuff that was going on before. Right. Like, okay, they're gone. And people seem yeah. to be okay with it. I guess maybe uh, you know maybe they looked at that a little bit.
1: Well, the Patriots I mean,
2: play in uh, Foxborough. You know, yeah, the right L.A. Anaheim Angels are you know L.A. Angels. I don't even know what to call them. There, there's a few like that.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's right. it, it is it is kind of naming rights, and and are they gonna? It's a beautiful stadium. Chase Chase Center oh, is a fantastic. beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful yeah. stadium. I mean, the amenities are fantastic and, you know, it, it is really cool. I think it's different but than what they had in Oakland, but it is a really gorgeous, gorgeous stadium.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so I went there, that was the last, like literally the last thing I did before the whole world shut down back in 2020, like the week before or like three days before all the shutdown happened. I went to a game, and I was thinking, ah, not, you know, whatever, it's going to be safe. That's fine, and you know, no masks, nothing. And I've got all these people around me, and all of that. And that was my last thing, and I'm glad I did it. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I mean, nothing happened, so I'm, I'm glad I did it because I got to see the the cool stadium before. You know, like like right in those early days there. That thing is amazing, really yeah. cool. It
1: really yeah. Is. Well, since Chase Center or and Oracle are not our sponsors, we got to talk some. We got to talk some goaded podcasts. So you know, Thomas, you've you've been you know on Electricast now since April, but you started your show even before that. Tell us how you got your show started and why you wanted to start your show.
2: Uh, well, I actually, I I wasn't it wasn't my idea to start it. It was I I started a website because I just you know, I really want to get into sports media. That's sort of my life goal right now. Um, Just, I I mean, I changed my major, you know, kind of had an epiphany. I was like, you know, I just got to get into sports media. And it it kind of started when I, I, when I realized that, you know, my NBA uh, casual basketball conversations, you know, I would bring up like players union agreement stuff, salary matching stuff, salary cap (laughs) nuances, stuff like that. I was just like, you know, my friends can't hang with this. I, I have to, you know, find a way to talk about basketball that's a little one level above so i started a website um i called it goadednbanews.com because i didn't know what else to call it i was actually just going to call it goaded.com and then i posted that on my social media and someone else bought the domain name before i could yeah wow so then i I, I was like okay screw it i'll improvise goadednbanews.com um started writing articles and then uh my 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 now friends obviously and you know former co-workers uh from warzone sports network they were the ones who approached me and said just start a podcast we'll figure it out but we we started doing like live shows instead of actual like real podcasts but then i would just go back afterwards and post the podcast it was kind of a i was trying to do too many things at once uh but, you know, now I'm with Electrocast and we're just straight podcasts, which I like way more because there's just more freedom with what you can do. When you're doing something live, it's like the pressure is on and you're just like terrified. And then like one time I was doing a, a live podcast and then I mean, you can't see it, but my, I, my bathroom door is right there and I share it with my roommate. So he just started <laughs> taking a shower in the middle of my po- live podcast. And I was like, OK, I don't really know what Oops. to do from here. So, yes. We've, we've, we've gotten a lot better. We've evolved many steps with the
1: GoToPodcast. Switched said, it over to – an- When you're telling that story, you said you're, you know, he was taking a shower. I was like, oh, I'm glad oh. he went to shower.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he turns the fan on before he does anything else, so we're good.
0: Okay, okay. All right, well <laughs> – all right, we want to hear more of the story uh, and, and and possibly, I guess, learn your roommate's uh, OnlyFans account. Uh, but first, we're going to take a uh, short break. We're going to do that and we'll talk more with Thomas when we get back on DIY for Business, a part of the Best Business Network. Oh, and I got to tell you, go visit thebestbusinessnetwork.com. Check that out to see all of our business podcasts that are on
1: ElectroCast. We'll be right back. welcome back to diy for business russ and greg here with you on the best business network uh please go to bestbusinessnetwork.com or electrocast.com where you're going to find a whole bunch of different networks including the winner's edge sports network oh, and yeah. on the winner's sports edge network is the goaded podcast and we have the host of that show on with us today thomas christian uh, Thomas you know, before we went to break, you're telling us that, you know, you want a career in sports media. And this podcast, I think is a a great kind of introduction into going to that career. But tell us like, you're in college right now. Tell us like, what are you doing? What are you majoring in? And like how, what kind of work experience have you got to kind of get you towards your uh, total career path of getting into sports media?
2: Yeah, it's, it's kind of a long story already. Um, I started out as a marketing major and I just took, you know, I, I go to San Jose state and so San Jose state is very close to the Silicon Valley. And it's very easy to get, uh, internship opportunities. If you were, on, if you want to work for free, which I, I had to do, I had no other experience. So I just decided I'll work for free for a few different startups that are like just starting out very new stuff. Uh, so they brought me in, um, you know, I, I met a few different SEO or CEO types uh, who basically they tried to like decide? Okay, you're going to be doing marketing, even though I actually had not taken a single marketing college course at that time. <laughs> um, but they just they they paid for uh, me to be able to take a bunch of classes on SEO, digital marketing, web design, all these different things um, that I basically. Took that and ran uh over to like the journalism department and decided, hey, I wanna do sports media, I wanna do journalism now. I don't wanna do marketing, like cause I really liked the SEO and the idea of doing digital media um, to, to, to just sort of as a career. And, and I wanted to do that in sports. So after that, switched my major and then I I created go to nba news.com, which is a website. It's it's uh, done now. I I lost the domain for it and everything, but I basically applied all the same principles that I did to my startup companies that I, that I was working for and all the skills that I had learned there. And I just decided, you know, I know how to do everything. Like I'm just going to do it for my own website. And it got basically nowhere. Uh, I, I had like maybe 30 people reading an article. I would publish like NBA articles weekly. And I just was trying to like feel things out. I really didn't know what I was doing, but I was just, you know, putting articles out, tweeting them, doing other SEO little tweaks, thinking, you know, Hey, maybe this will get me somewhere. Um, And then that ended up, you know, leading to, you know, a podcast. And then uh, I joined forces with a bunch of other people, writers. Uh, We created a new website for a month. And then we just like ended it after a month and got absorbed into another uh, bigger website. It's just like small fish, medium fish, big fish type stuff. Um, but yeah, and then I'm, I'm here now just trying to do a regular podcast. I don't, I don't really write anymore. I have articles that I come out like maybe once a month. Uh, but I also have a few other like entitled or things that I'm entitled to do right now. So one of those things is broadcast. I have the opportunity to do the sports segment, uh, five nights a week. If you ever look at, uh, NTD TVs, they have a show called California today. You, you think about ABC 7, Cron 4, you know, Channel 3 ABC. We're Channel 77, so you got to go all the <laughs> way down to find us. But we're there, and it's a little bit of on-camera experience, so that's fun. Nice. And um, it, it pays the bills as well. So that's what I – like that's probably the bulk of my day goes into that right now. And then I'm also just trying to give back – uh, you know from what i have now so I, I i work for san jose state's student-run media uh i'm basically just trying to like build up the class curriculum to teach things like seO digital marketing web design podcasting uh broadcasting skills because you know in journalism departments around the country many of them just focus on newspaper writing or reporting which is that's great. I read the newspaper at 1.2, 10 years ago, but it's just not something that people do anymore. Uh, Or I'm sorry, maybe you guys do. I I don't want to make conjecture, but you probably do it online if you do read articles. Right. So I want to, you know, update it just a little bit and, you know, get kids, you know, going in the direction that they're ultimately going to be working in in the future.
0: I think that's great, you know, because I, so, uh, I also did, did media and, um, when I started my first class was uh, I, I I was editing audio on a reel to reel like literally cutting ta- tape with a razor blade and taping it back together with this little thin tape getting it all right. by learning like learning that like man, it's so easy to edit now <laughs> you know like it's so e- easy to to find the little problems and all that stuff because I, I did it the hard way. I think it's nice to hear that you know you're taking and and helping to have these people that are learning these old school media and and learn some of that new stuff uh, that's out there because really that's that's what's gonna matter. I mean, guess what? I went to a radio station fortunately. My first radio station I worked with, believe it or not, they were still on real to real and they were just starting to introduce, you know, computer editing. And it's like, okay, cool. I know how to do this. I got this. And by knowing those skills, I was able to actually get a paid job. So I was an intern for two weeks you know. and all of a sudden now I'm actually like, you know, interacting with radio personalities that I've been listening to for years and years. This is crazy. And then, you know, can't, can't believe they actually look like that. It's, it's always weird. That's, that's the weirdest thing. When you, when you meet people <laughs> in radio, it's Oh, that's what they look like. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. I guess people think about that with our podcast here and and with the goaded podcast.
1: <laughs> I mean, as well, long now, as they're imagining now you go to channel 77 and see Thomas what he looks like, right? It,
0: there you go. There you go. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> I was just going to say as long as they're imagining two
2: very good-looking people on this DIY podcast then see? I, I think they got the right idea
0: here. There you go. There you go. Then then they're all good. Your check will be in the mail.
1: Uh, Thank you very (laughs) much for saying that. (laughs) You know, I got to tell you, and I'm, I'm not just buttering you up, but I really, really respect what you're doing to, while you're still in college, to prepare you for your career. I mean, you're looking at different opportunities that's, you know, opening avenues for you. You know, whether it's writing, whether it's starting a website, whether it's, now getting your, I mean, I'd love to hear how you actually got on a news channel where you're getting to do, you know, five days a week in front of the camera. I mean, these are opportunities that I think as college students are going through, if you know what you're going to do, get as much experience as possible. That's going to lead you and open up more opportunities because the stuff that you're doing now is definitely going to benefit you uh, once you graduate college. So I really congratulate you for what you're doing. I think it's awesome.
2: Thanks. I, I would say it's a privilege. Uh, I'm really lucky to have the opportunities that I do more than anything. Um, you know, it, it all started with just trying to put myself out there. Uh, but in order to do that, I had to have the skills in order to do that, uh, which I got from marketing. And if it wasn't for that, then I probably wouldn't do, be doing any of this right now. So there's that. But, you know, I, I, my idea was I didn't want to graduate college and then be an intern. I, I really wanted to graduate college and at least get some better position than that. Because in media too, it's it's really difficult to just get that first job. I, I look at the sort of the broadcast industry by itself is just like, it, I, I I call I tell people it's like a fire escape, right? You know, in order to climb a fire escape from the bottom, you have to get 10 feet off the ground and then start climbing. The, the fire escape does not reach all the way down when you start out. So- for me, I was thinking, well, I have to figure out a way by the time I graduate college to at least be 10 feet off the ground or nine and a half feet off the ground. So where I can just reach up and grab it. Otherwise, I, I didn't really know how I'd be able to start my career. So for me, it was kind of a desperation thing. I was like, man, I, I really got to start this. So yeah,
1: I appreciate what you're saying, but I don't see it as a desperation thing because when did you start this? When did you start all these efforts? The, what year of college? Did you, you know, go and do the internship for the, you know, for the, you know, the startup tech companies and kind of get that marketing background, and start taking all those classes on your own time? Like when did that start?
2: Uh, March twenty twenty when when COVID hit, so everything and you, went and remote. You were in
1: what year of college at that point?
2: Uh, I was like halfway through my sophomore year.
1: Yeah. So you still had two to three more years of college and you were already working towards your career. And I think that's smart. Like I'm, I'm a father of, of two daughters that are in college right now and you know, that's what they're doing. Like they're doing internships, they're working different jobs. They're trying to figure out like what path is my career going to take and how am I building those blocks to get there once I do graduate. And I think, you know for people that know now you know take it for what it's worth because a lot of students when they're going through college they have no idea and i was one of those people when i was going through college i had no idea what i was going to be uh when i graduated um i graduated with a degree in human resources and industrial relations i thought i was going to be a mediator Harsh reality, graduated college, there's no mediation jobs out there. I needed a legal degree to get a mediator job, right? So like, oh no, I just wasted, you know, four years of my life getting a degree that I can't even use. But you're doing it the right way because you kind of have a career path and you're taking the classes and you're getting the experience to get you there. And I think that's just tremendous.
0: You know, I feel like that, like business and marketing classes should just be a prerequisite call. Like everybody should have to take those no matter what path they're going to take. Cause a lot of people, I think, um, go through their four years and then at the end of it, they're like, exactly like you said, Greg. Like, well, what do I do now? And like, but getting that, that marketing background, getting the, the business background, like you could go start your own thing. You could do something different. You can, you know, do you like, do you like you, Greg? Found found a, a golf company for a bit. Yeah, uh, that's found the way another to do company, it. <laughs> and then end up you know doing a podcast with me, Thomas. See, th- that that could be your dream. Doing
1: a podcast I'm, with I'm, me. I'm just leveling up, Russ. Just leveling up. <laughs> we'll be right back.
0: Thanks for listening to DIY for Business, part of the Best Business Network and ElectraCast. Well, Greg, you've started dancing to the uh, comeback music as well, the, the in and out uh, music.
1: I'm just, <laughs> you just, I'm love
0: just love our music so much. It's fantastic. I, do. I feel it. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're talking with Thomas today. He has a podcast on Electricast. It's over on our Winner's Edge Network, the Goated Podcast. Please do go check that out. So Thomas, we're talking about how you're kind of going through college. You've done – actually, during the break there, we we talked behind the scenes here about a little door-to-door sales that you did as well that – was wasn't as fun as you thought it would be. Door to door sales never is. <laughs> that's, that's a tough thing to do. <laughs> Getting the uh, plenty of doors slammed in uh in my face uh, over the years as well. Um, not not a fun thing. Um, but let's let's get into. So I had mentioned right before the break, saying that you know, like business and marketing classes should just be like a prerequisite. It just helps you in so many different ways, right? I missed one. Psychology as well. I feel like a psychology class needs to happen, or at least you need to do some reading on psychology. Because, you know, we've said many times that this podcast is not just a business podcast, it's a business psychology podcast. Thomas, are you taking a psychology class? And if not, when are you going to sign up for one?
2: I don't know. I actually would tell you right now that I have never taken a psychology class, or nor was planning on it, um, but maybe I should now. But what's the sales pitch? Why do I need a psychology class? <laughs>
0: Well, you know what, what we realized, like, the thing is, whether it's sales, whether it's marketing, you know, whether you're, you know, walking into some media company trying to get a job. It's all about like reading the room, understanding people, understanding you know who they are, what their motivation is, what why they're saying what they're saying, why they're going to react to what you're saying, the way that you're going to react to it, and those psychology classes and then understanding like that stuff really helps out I would say i I don't know which I read more of business books or psychology books or, or maybe even JFK conspiracy books. I'm going to throw that one in the list just cause I'm listening to a good one. I'm listening to good one right now. Uh, <laughs> an <laughs> audio book on that, but no, I, it's like business or psychology books uh, are, are like where I go generally. Um, and I, yeah, it's, it's hard to say um, that and, I've and read I, a just, psychology add- book. that's not about business,
1: you know, well, I mean, and, and, and i tie in. to the psychology part of it is, it's not only understanding like how other people are going to react. It's like understanding yourself yeah, and, and and understanding why, what drives you, what motivates you, why does it motivate you? And you know, that's, what's kind of cool about you, Thomas, is like you figured out what motivated you early on. Like, like I was saying earlier in the show, like, I didn't know what I was going to do. Russ, it, it took me how many, how many years before I started my golf company. And that's when I really felt like, Oh, I figured it out. This is what I want to do the rest of my career. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to run my own businesses, right? And if it could be sports related or, you know, doing something that I really enjoy, then it it just, it fits for me. But it took me until I was, you know, later in life to figure that out where, you know, right now Thomas is still in college and he's figuring out. and, And, you know, I just want, you know, people that are listening to this show that are in college like, what can they pick up from this show that, you know, can inspire them to kind of follow their their passion and then, you know, in their career? I think that's the most important thing is find that passion, find that fire as early as you can mm-hmm. and, you know, knock down a bunch of doors to to follow that and and make those careers happen for yourself.
0: Yeah, well, you, yeah, you, you called it earlier, Thomas, you called it desperation. I call it drive. And like, yeah. I, I've i seen so many driven people uh, succeed and so many people that are not driven fail. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've seen that time and time again and, you know, just to see and hear what you're doing. I mean, that's, that's drive. That's not desperation.
2: Hey, well, I appreciate it. But I was going to say, you know, you talk about business, marketing, psychology courses. What about philosophy courses, right? What about like knowing yourself? I, I don't know. I just look at you know, personally, I look at sports figures as like the biggest heroes, the most successful people. And when you look at the most successful people in sports, they all seem to be one with themselves, be zen with themselves, know themselves really well. You know, they have incredible work ethic, but like they have their own sort of developed personality and like life situation and just like psychology. I don't know if you have ever like no no but I'm talking about in terms of like uh, mama mentality. But that's like, you know, Kobe had this thing where he was like, I'm going to be psycho- psychologically way better than you. But that was like his whole philosophy is I'm just going to outwork you and I'm going to out like I'm going to work five hours a day. And if you only practice two or three hours a day over time, my five hours a day is going to multiply to become, you know, if you go over like five days a week, five hours becomes 25 hours, two to three hours becomes 10 hours or 15 hours. And so you're just going to be able to lap people and outpace people that was Mm -hmm. you know a lot of the sports figures their sort of main philosophy is i'm gonna do that tom brady would be another example of he's always football right there's nothing else avocado ice cream if he can help it but it's just you know (laughs) these sort of sports figures they decide like this is gonna be my thing and then they do it to perfection and then they they do perfect it and they end up becoming you know some of the greatest of all time and i i think that's kind of where I try to draw from them, you know, I I try to cover these people, but I also try to like learn from what they have to offer because they are some of the most successful people on the planet.
1: How, cool. how do you take that Mamba mentality in your life?
2: I mean, I just try to work as hard as I can, uh, you know, and, and try to, you know, learn as much as I can from people who are smarter than me. Uh, I would say that personally I, I work probably all day. I don't really take like I I probably 10 o'clock in the morning to about eight o'clock at night. So I don't know what sort of hours that is, but that's pretty much, I work that whole time, you know, give myself a little bit of sleeping in time, but then once 10 o'clock rolls (laughs) around, that's when I got to get to work. And I don't, you know, physically, I don't have to recover because I'm not, you know, in the gym shooting. So I I, I'm, I'm good with that. So I could just kind of work. And I, I try to, you know, I, I, most of my jobs are remote right now. So I kind of am able to like eat while I work, uh watch tv while i work listen to podcasts while i work so it's fun you know i, I mean it's not that bad i'm not saying like I, i'm like a workaholic or anything like that but you know working about nine ten hours a day at least in order to be successful at least at the beginning that's got to be kind of your mindset at this point and you're still yeah. going to college well you're i mean that's think- part of it too i, yeah. I, I, I try <laughs> to do my homework yeah
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, like those days, uh, it just feels like as much as you can do. Like, I, I just remember doing so much. Like I did, there were, this was my week. Like I, you know, like full, full schedule at at school. Right. So I had that going. Uh, I had Wednesday nights, I was doing camera work for a company. Um, Two nights a week, I was working, or no, three nights a week, I was working at the radio station. Uh, this was like seven to midnight. And then I was doing a, a Sunday morning like news thing on uh, one station that I was recording on Fridays. Then I was doing another Sunday thing that I was recording on Thursdays. So I had like all of that. And then I was doing a live show Sunday night from 12 to 6 a.m. And then I had a friend just because I wanted to be there at the radio station, like learning more, she was doing a Friday night show. So I would be there from twelve to six on that night too. So I like I don't even know how long my days were, but it was like I I felt I think I slept a few minutes each day. I, I can't remember. It <laughs> but it was happen- so it was so much fun too. I mean, that's the other part of it. Like in you know, in the college days, like all that stuff is it's a lot of fun too, if you, you know, like, right. I mean, you're, I'm sure you're having fun with all of this.
2: Oh yeah. Well, I'm having fun right now. I mean, I, I love podcasting and I love, you know, sports. So it's like, I, I'm chasing, you know, my passion or what I love to do. Right. But then it's like, I, I do it all the time, but it, it is work. But then, you know, the, the fact that I make it work allows me to like put in the extra hours to kind of understand the game better, uh, you know, understand sports better, really try my best to put out quality content. So it, it becomes a lot of fun. Um, as well. But I would say, you know, more than anything, it, it just takes a little bit of discipline. It takes, you know, some, i I'd learned it because I played college sports uh, for a little while, but then I got injured. So I, I have a lot of, I had a lot of free time after that. So, but for me, it was like, I, I was going to practice every single night, also working out uh, in the weight room, you know, an hour or two a day. So, and then all my meals had to be like perfectly calorically counted. Mm. Uh, to like be like three thousand calories, four thousand calories a day because you just have to eat like crazy. So through that, and then getting injured and all of that stopped, I was kind of like, oh, what do I do now? And then uh, you know after that, I was like, well, I still have the discipline. I'm going to keep it going, but just I'm going to put all that energy into something else. And that's become uh, you know kind of my like media career is what I've got right now. I don't even know if you really could call it a career yet, though.
1: I would I would call it a career. I mean, you have a successful podcast. We're really happy to have you on Electricast and Winter's Edge uh, Sports Network. And you know, for you know, take this opportunity to kind of give yourself a plug. Where can people find your show? You know, your writing. I know you also get interviewed by other shows. So, you know, tell people where they can find you.
2: Yeah, well, everything I tweet out, everything on on my Twitter account that is at Thomas Goat. That's G O A T in all caps. NBA. So at Thomas goat NBA is where you can find um, just my thoughts daily on the NBA and other things. Uh, or you can follow my show on Instagram at the Goated Podcast. Uh, my little tagline is the Goat Approved. So if you ever see that, you know that's me. And then, um, <laughs> other than that, go check out California Today NTD TV. So if you you know if you like sports news, that's fine. But you do need to you know get some real news is like what I like to tell people is that you actually need to like pay attention to the rest of the world as it's going on. But then at the very end, I come in. So I'm your like dessert. You know, you do a little homework, you do a good job with, you know, learning about the world. And then I give you the sports at the end. So, uh, but go check that out. That's TV's California Today.
0: Nice. Nice. Well, Thomas, thank you so much for, for joining us.
2: Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. That was a lot
1: of fun. Thanks a lot, Thomas.
0: And thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing DIY for Business, a part of the Best Business Network and Electricast Media. The subjects that we cover on this podcast are selected with the goal of helping your business grow. All of the information provided is opinion-based, and you might want to consult a professional to discuss your exact business situation. Greg and I, we want your business to succeed, and we are happy to take your questions. We'd love to hear your suggestions for future episodes as well. If there's an area where you need some solid business advice, for help let us know we might be able to build an entire episode around it and get your questions answered you can reach out to us by visiting our website at diyforbusinesspodcast.com the link is in the podcast description we thank you again for listening and subscribing to diy for business where you are not alone Did you ever wonder what your life would be like if you let go of your inhibitions? If you freed yourself of all the shame you felt for anything you ever did that somebody else told you was wrong? If so, maybe your mind is bodacious. I'm Yvette Lopez, a former Playboy model with a wild past. Join me and my guests from the worlds of celebrity, professional sports, and professional sex on the Bodacious Minds podcast. And always be smart, be sexy, own it. Electric
2: If, like me, you love music in the movies, you'll love our podcast, Sync Love. I'm your host, Kurt D'Eek. I meet with top music supervisors and experts to learn what film scores inspired their careers. From Wes Anderson to Sofia Coppola, Quentin Tarantino to Spike Lee, great directors have called on a host of musical talent to bring their visions to life. We talk about
0: the challenges and triumphs that change their lives. Join us for movies and music on Sync Love, wherever you listen to podcasts. Electric ass.